Hey, my creatives, what's going on? You know what it is, man. It's your neighborhood Ruger Sprayer, Remo Marac. I'm here with another edition of Cuts. You know what the Cuts stand for? Culture, Urban Technology, and Sports. My creatives, this is episode 85. 85, my creatives. That's episode 84. We had Dennis L. Reed II of Homestead Entertainment, writer, producer, and director. Oh, man, he definitely brought the pain in, in, in bringing it about the film industry and as well as just talking about his latest projects and endeavors and everything. Now i got another Another great figure from the film industry and TV industry. You know what I'm saying? I got Louis Camella in the building. Louis Camella, what's good, sir? What's going on? How's it going, man? What's up? Uh, nah, nothing. Chilling, man. I'm Like I said, man, I'm, I'm just excited, you know, back-to-back episodes, getting, getting individuals from the um, TV and film industry. And, you know, with the latest that's going on with technology and everything, um, with the streaming platforms thereof, there's, there's a multitude of them now. And you, sir, are here with iVox Plus, let's get right to it, man. iVox Plus is definitely, definitely, definitely in in the mix of, of platforms. Um, If you could, talk to my creatives and let them know what separates you guys from the from the rest of the, of the competition with the streaming platforms. It's a great question. Well, simply put, iVox Plus is an independent voice in media. We uh, represent independent filmmakers and content creators. That's what separates us. We, we have uh, several thousand titles of uh, independent content seen nowhere else. All right, yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, my greatest. Oh, man, we're going to get right to it, man. We, 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 we already starting it up. Definitely, will this platform, now, I was definitely reading information now, you know, uh, of the origin of, of the reason why you guys created this platform was because, you know, you felt that um, independent filmmakers were slighted, you know, from the, you know, from them putting in entries in film festivals and everything. Do you feel with your platform will it erase the need for validation for independent filmmakers at film awards? Well, I, I think that's not entirely the case. Okay. I think the we, we created the platform because in most film festival scenarios, you may get thousands of entries, but only a couple hundred, maybe 5% of what's ever entered uh, gets actually shown at the festival. And out of those, maybe 10% of those win. So, you know, a good example might be South by Southwest. Uh, during COVID, uh, they were able to, uh, they curated about 6,000 entries. And out of those 6,000 entries, they showed at least on public television at the time, uh, 21 of those films. And they said in no uncertain terms that only about 300 of them made it uh, to the festival, which was canceled. So what happened to the other 5,700 films? So it doesn't mean that the festivals themselves are slighting anybody, but, you know, a lot of them are driven by getting a big break at a big major network and, or for that matter, some of the big box platforms like, Netflix, Hulu, but uh, we, we created the platform to showcase independent filmmakers and give them an actual entry point. If, if you hit us up, we'll respond. You won't, uh, it may not be immediately, but we'll definitely respond and we'll give it a shot if it's decent content. Right, right. And, and definitely, I'm, I'm glad you touched on that because I feel definitely um, with me in a sense, you know, when I, when I, um, entered my platform, my previous platform, uh, Ream TV into film festivals, and everything like that, 
I, I, I was elated in a sense because, you know, over a decade or so, you know, I finally got accreditation for something that I created, you know what I'm saying? So it definitely fulfilled like the temporary um, enjoyment in a sense. But, you know, after that, you know what I'm saying? Everything went flat, you know? So I'm definitely glad you definitely touched on that in a sense to, about what iVox Plus and what you guys were willing to do and as well as going forward with independent filmmakers. Let's go with definitely with the price. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Five ninety nine monthly, that is a steal, you know, for, for opening platform coming into the market. Take us into why did you set that affordable price? for your app and do you feel that will be the case going forward and for how long good question well you know in terms of price we thought uh we wanted to do what was fair we're not out there first of all you're not coming to the platform for uh like avengers and uh you know uh bigger films i'll say uh network films that are done by the major studios, that's not why you're coming to us. We directly support independent filmmakers and content creators. So our overhead in terms of um, uh, managed rights and these kinds of things aren't necessarily that of people that have million-dollar stars in their films. Um, so that's one factor. The other factor is... is we're in the business on our on our own. We have original series that, as filmmakers, we created this platform. So we're not necessarily looking to exploit or make uh, a gajillion dollars off of uh, other filmmakers. We're looking to showcase our own stuff along with theirs. So the price ended up being where it's at. Now, it may go up as we take on more uh content but we just felt it was the fairest price that covered our cost and and, and left room uh to expand the platform and that that's how we arrived at the price will it be there forever we're gonna have to see we're gonna keep it as lean as we can to be attractive as a, as another option uh that's out there because you know most people don't just get associated with only one platform. A lot of people uh, have more than one. And keeping that in mind uh, is why the, the price is where it's at for now. Okay, yeah, that's what's up, man. And my career, uh, definitely please take heed of that information, man, because, you know, really you're getting a steal of a price for opening platform that's looking out for your independent content. You know, so definitely, 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 Definitely after this podcast, after you listen to it, you know, definitely for sure, definitely take heave and definitely join on with iVox Plus. Let's go into about the red tape, you know, with the red tape within the mainstream and platforms. Do you feel in your heart of hearts, you know, do you feel like the um, what they promised with independent content? Do you feel it's almost like equivalent to how politicians make promises for things that they never come through with? Well, you know, I, I don't want to talk uh, about third parties or, or, or things that I don't know right. about. I'll tell you that a lot of people, uh, a lot of the bigger platforms have jumped on the bandwagon, if you will, independence. Uh, uh, you know, we support everybody. But when you think about it, 
if you if you just check out these platforms, other ones that are out there, you know, maybe to some extent they they do support independent filmmakers at a different level in other countries. I mean, I can't say, but you're you're almost never going to find uh, several hundred or even a thousand short films on these bigger box platforms. So what they say in terms of supporting and what they do, I mean, I, I, I'd invite you to figure it out for yourself. Uh, peruse their platforms, peruse our platforms, browse it. It's free to browse uh, for the most part um, and, and make your own judgment there. But, but if you ask me a direct question, I don't think everybody supports independent filmmakers as much as they should. And again, that's why we created the platform. Right, right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Definitely, I also read on that you guys also have a media and podcast component with iVox Plus. Take us into what's the aim with that, and as well as do, do you feel do you guys feel you need that within iVox Plus? Well, in terms of needing it and in terms of wanting it and adding some value, here's what we see in the media industry on it, on its own. Um, it's been evolving to you're getting, you're going to a platform for television, for movies. Now we're starting to see a trend in music. And independent uh, musicians are no different. The same barriers that are out there to get your independent film into a platform that an audience will see and pay for that's the same barrier that a lot of musicians and for that matter podcasters have you know you're you're diluted in a sea of hundreds of thousands of youtube videos of musicians and who knows how many other uh, podcasts are out there but what we thought as an addition because it's almost the same technology, at least on our end, is to host podcasts, feature musicians and unique uh, musical content on the same platform. It really doesn't cost us too much more, and it adds a value to what you're getting. Now, we're not 100% in it right now. We're just starting to roll that out in the next couple months. But, you know, uh, we're not charging people $99 a month or $12 a month to have their podcast on our platform. We're looking to feature them for a period of time. And uh, maybe uh, we, we think the podcasting will evolve into um, something really good. But why is it needed? Well, it's, if you're a content creator... You may have more than one artistic approach to your work. You may, you may be able to make a film. You may have a podcast. You may be a musician. Uh, you know, we can't be all things to all people, but if you have a place for your content, we thought that and being iVox, an independent voice of media, you know, you could park it there. So that's kind of what's behind that. 
Hope that answers. Yeah, no, nah, that's what's up. No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely glad you touched on that because definitely with you know the whole podcast movement, also with media, definitely taking a form and a change in the, within the last ten years. You know what I'm saying? You know, definitely. You know, I think it's key that you know a platform like iVox Plus is willing to want to step in that component and even open the doors for more and more people that want to have a podcast or for a media platform for that matter. So definitely, I'm glad you touched on that. Let's talk about. Black History Month, since we are in Black History Month right now, so you know what I'm saying, in February, definitely what amount of historical films will we see on the platform as well as current black films of today? In terms of films, we have several. Uh, we have several uh, black filmmakers that uh, have had their work uh, featured, and it's featured on iBox Plus. We don't have a lot. Uh, in, but we have a lot, um, in terms of podcasts, which we just talked about, we, we have a series that is probably one of the most unique things in America, or at least I would say it is, uh, we have, um, uh, a legendary broadcaster named Wink Martindale, who was a DJ back in the fifties, back he started in 1951 and he gave Elvis Presley uh, who was an independent at the time, his first television appearance in Memphis. And uh, Wing Martindale has a collection um, of hundreds of tapes um, of interviews of uh, great African-American artists, not just now this month, but, you know, moving forward. I'll give you some names. Ella Fitzgerald, Nat King Cole, Sammy Davis Jr., uh, Ray Charles, Barry White. I mean, these these are interviews going back decades, most of which have only been heard once, maybe twice back then when he recorded them when he was a DJ. So in addition to some young black filmmakers that we've got, uh, some of their, their film work uh, and some other classic feature films, we have the interview tapes and in within the interview tapes, we have um, interviews with some of the greatest African-American uh, entertainers of all time. Okay. That's what's up, man. I, I definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you uh, answering that. You know, my creatives definitely take heave of listening to what he just said. You know what I'm saying? He, he's definitely focusing on more and more, content from black creatives and black filmmakers thereof for the platform. So, you know, definitely take heave, look into it, definitely download the app, the iVox Plus app, you know, subscribe and, and definitely support this this brand of, of platform, you know. Um, how many members of the team, uh, uh, sorry, let me, uh, do that again. How many members of the team are on the company and what makes them significant? We got about, we have 12 um, core members. And when I say core members, we all call each other production partners. Uh, we work with each other. Um, and we have lots of other affiliates, but for the most part, we created the platform with the thousands of movies and the technology and, and, and all the, all the things that you see there with a, with about 12 people. Uh, and, and actually, um, Half of those people are, we're part-time. Um, so 
very small group uh, compared to these large uh, companies. Uh, so when you back to the price point, you right. know, we're not supporting uh, uh, thirty million dollars a month uh, overhead uh, to publish content, but just a small core group, about twelve people. Nice, nice. That's what's up. And also, too, um, I know that you guys um, started out in Texas and you've been pushing out, you know, Texas-based uh, content. There are, is there aims to aim for other regions as well of um, other filmmakers? Well, you know, you must have been reading an article that was out of the uh, one of the many in Texas that came okay. out. But, yeah, I, uh, we started in Texas. Uh but we have three low. Actually, we have four locations. Okay. That is physical locations. We have uh, one in Houston. Mm-hmm. We have one in Palm Springs. We have one in Seattle, and we have an acquisition office in Paris. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. You know, definitely. But we 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 can. You know, there's Zoom and there's uh, uh, there's the telephone email, Dropbox, uh, so we communicate with filmmakers and content creators everywhere. Um, we don't want to, like, align ourselves to one state or region in terms of uh, what we do, but we're, we're pretty much, you know, we're based out of uh, our Palm Springs and Houston. That's our, our two primary locations. All right, cool. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, let's definitely uh, take it back within your career. You know, and you know, you definitely, as I read, a lengthy career in uh, film and, and television. Um, by any chance, when did you feel the shift was coming within film and, and TV industry, as well as what do you wish stayed uh, throughout the changes? If you could take us into that. Well, it's a vague and and, and big question, but I'll try to answer. Okay. I started making uh, television commercials, which is how I got into film back in the very early 90s. And uh, the technology was way different. We would use film cameras and um, separate sound systems. Seeing that evolve, uh, however many years that is, to you can make a movie and edit it on your cell phone. So that is a wide range of technology. And uh, what do I wish stayed? Well, uh, I think there's something to be said about actual motion picture film, whether it be 35 millimeter film or 16 millimeter film, you can, you, you still really can't duplicate that so much even with the best software. Um, so that's one thing I kind of miss, but I, I don't miss the, uh, the way, the playback, and, and the length of time it took to, to do something. It certainly expanded timelines. Um, in terms of my career, I don't know that I'd call it a career, but my, my time in the film and TV industry, I, I don't know, I've probably done about 5,000 uh, commercials in the last... 35 years. I've probably uh, worked on a hundred feature films. Um, I've done some TV series. Um, One of the reasons I started the platform is that, you know, I did all this work, but you know, in a, in a commercial, your name doesn't appear at the end. You don't really get credit for a a commercial. And I see that a lot with others in the industry. So um, 
my career or, or, or watching technology change and my time in production, I think culminates now. I'm glad I'm in the time I'm living in with, with all the tools and technology available to uh, not only get recognized for work, but give others a chance to do the same. And uh, I mean, I, I hope that answers. Nah, that's what's up, man. Nah, I really, really do appreciate it. Nonetheless, man, we're going to get to final game. We're going to get to the game either or. You know, to wrap up this interview, either or a situational game, sir, you know, you have to answer the question. It's one it's one or the other. Can't have both. There's no political answers. Are you ready for that, sir? I, All right. I am. Let's get to it. First scenario. Definitely you're tied down to a chair on on uh, sorry. You're tied down to a chair and there's like ten steaming rhinos, ten steaming pissed off rhinos running at you. The only your only ways to get out or, or two or two ways. One, you stay you stay within the career commercials of doing commercials, or the other option, you go with iVox Plus. Which one are you which one are you going with and why? Well well the obvious answer is I go with iVox Plus because I was in uh the commercial business and was kind of dissatisfied. Uh, but I'm definitely in the right game, and so I choose iVox Plus. All right, all right, all right. Second scenario, definitely with iVox Plus, you know, you're definitely on the path of, of, of greatness, but also, too, to push you to the greatness, you're definitely going to need the type of influencers or stars thereof. So what type of influencers would you guys want and why? Either influencer A, low engagement, great attitude, influencer B, Mega star engagement, but crappy, shitty attitude. Who are you going with and why? Oh, man. Well, you know, uh, spending uh, years rooting for the underdog, uh, I always got to give everybody a chance. And uh, I would take the person with heart and the better. Uh, I'd take the first get person, definitely. I mean, you know, this isn't to say that a star couldn't help with their power to influence and drive traffic, but then where are they represented and what we're really doing? So I would choose the the independent with a lot of heart. All right. Now, last question. Definitely you, you stated your, your length of, of time within your career. So if you had to choose, right, I'm going to choose two random numbers out of your career. Which years would you go with and why? Would you go with year three or would you go with year 30? You mean year three in my career in year yeah, 30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my yeah. career, okay. Well, I would pick year 30 because, you know, things are easier. I know uh, I didn't know now what I – I'm sorry. I didn't know back then what I know now. So now I think when I approach things, I have a little bit more uh, – uh, wisdom, if you will, experience to make better decisions uh, than I did back then. So I would certainly pick year 30. All right. All right. We got you off off the game either or, Louie. Now we're definitely uh, wrapping it up. And if you could, if you could talk to my creatives about your top three motivational quotes or advice. Wow. Well, you know, um, he who dares wins. 
freedom lies in being bold and uh, you lose a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <clears throat> Those are the three. And uh, uh, one, I'm not sure. I, I believe that uh, the first one, he who dares wins is the motto of the British uh, special forces, uh, which is uh, uh, kind of like fortune favors the bold. Uh, the second one is uh, an author, uh, Robert Frost, and, you know, freedom lies in being bold. And it's true. If you, if you can do what you want and you take chances, there's a, there's a great freedom to that. And I think it was Wayne Gretzky, but don't, don't entirely quote me, the hockey player that said, you lose 100% of the shots you don't take. And that, that was him. So the message to me has always been, and that and the message in those quotes, and I guess the message to your listeners is take chances, uh, do something. Uh, don't be afraid to do something because unless you take a chance, unless you step out there, expose yourself, if you if you just sit back and dream about it and don't take action, ain't nothing ever going to happen. Um, and that's, I think, what sets uh, people apart from other people is actually doing. And so if you're creative, if you're a, a filmmaker, a musician, an artist, <clears throat> a comedian, just keep at it. Be bold, take chances, and eventually something good's going to happen. That's been my experience. All right, Louie. Nonetheless, man, really appreciate having a conversation with you and really chopping it up and, and, and talking with you. Nonetheless, my creatives should know about you and as well as about iVox Plus. Can you please let my creatives know where to follow you and where to follow the platform at? You can follow the platform. You can go to www.ivoxplus.com. Uh, that's we have thousands of movies. You can follow us there. You can follow us there on their uh, on our social media. And if you uh, go to www.ivoxmedia.com you can find uh, I'm, I'm there somewhere um, and uh, we're happy to connect we're accessible if you have a film if you have a song if you have a podcast if you have some way that we can work together to help each other or just to simply to help you all hit us up alright my creators that was Louie Comella of iVox Plus you know what I'm saying? Definitely had to chop it up. But nonetheless, my creatives, this is episode 85 of Cuts Podcast. You know what the Cuts stand for? Culture, urban technology, and sports. And my creatives, if you want to have feedback, comments, or anything towards the episode or even towards the podcast, please send it to the podcast at CutsPodcast1 at gmail.com, as well as go to the website, CutsPodcast podcast.com also too if you want to hit me up on the gram hit me up at remo Marac underscore as well as the podcast instagram c.u.s double underscore and also too if you want to even want to hit me on my website hit me on the website remo Marac.com. you will be hearing this episode on apple spotify google iHeartRadio. radio you know what i'm saying so definitely check it out let me know what's up and let me know what it was once again this is another episode of cuts you know what it is man you know what i'm gonna go out with the hashtag ptc ah that's pound that chest come on man you know what it is my creators we are out of here peace <laughs>